Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Hey, happy Friday, and I hope you are uh, doing well this morning and having a a good day. I know for me, the, uh, the week has... Uh, it's definitely flown by, and I am uh, looking at this Sunday and excited for our church, excited, uh, got a couple great messages, I think, for this Sunday that'll be a help uh, to our church family. And uh, of course, you can tell today I'm uh, not by myself. I've got a honored, distinguished <laughs> guest with me today. Uh, i got my dad here, and uh, we just want to welcome you to Strength for the Day, and I hope that uh, if you've been on this journey with us for the entire time, or if this is your first time, just want to tell you thanks for joining us. Thanks for being on here. Um, why don't you take a quick second and tell everyone, uh, of course, we call it strength for the day because we think we need the Word of God. Why don't you tell us the importance that God's Word's been in your life? Well, throughout my life, of course, I've been saved for many, many years, and the Word of God has always been very powerful uh, in my life. It's uh, something that's been very needed just day by day, getting into the Word of God. Of course, there are days I've missed it, days like that. It's just, uh, they go kind of rough. But when you get into the Word of God, it really gives you power and strength for the day. Yeah, and so that's why we call it Strength for the Day. We just want it to be uh, an encouragement and a help. And so maybe you can think of somebody that this would be a help to them this morning. Why don't you take a second and share uh, the page, invite them to come join us today. And I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to our study. And I hope uh, hope it'll be a help to us. So this week we've been in the uh, the Sermon on the Mount. I know you've been joining on every day and uh, and with us. And um, so far we've covered, uh, of course, with the Sermon on the Mount. That first part of the Sermon on the Mount is called the Beatitudes. Um, it's from the word blessed. That word beatus. It means divine joy or perfect happiness. And so uh, just to kind of set the scene up for those of you maybe that haven't been with us or for all of us that need a refresh, um, the Sermon on the Mount, of course, is Jesus's longest message that was preached. He gave it specifically to his uh, his followers, his disciples. He was really trying to um, teach them and instruct them. Of course, by Matthew 7, we know, uh, and, and you've taught this for years, that there's not just the followers of Jesus there by the end. There's probably hundreds of people that have gathered and listened. And of course, Jesus, when he came on the scene, taught uh, very contradicting thoughts to what culture and religion and the Roman rulers, uh, he taught a very opposite thinking. And of course, we can hear that and we can see that in those first few verses, the Beatitudes. Because of the word blessed, divine joy and perfect happiness belong to a certain group of people. Well, who's the people? Well, Matthew 5, 3, blessed are the poor in spirit. Uh, blessed are the humble. Divine joy, perfect happiness belongs to the humble. The second one we looked at, blessed are they that mourn, uh, for they shall be comforted. Those that show a sorrow over the things that God shows sorrow over. The third one we looked at was blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. And uh, man, that is definitely opposed to what is taught in our right, society. Right. Um, I know you growing up helped us understand that meekness was that power under control. Right. 
And I really think that that goes along with what we're going to talk about today, um, which we'll talk about in a second. But then the last one yesterday we did, blessed are those that hunger, thirst and hunger after hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled and having a desire for God's word to be uh, instrumental in our life and to seek him every day. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell them about our verse for today, Matthew 5, 7, and uh, if your memory's going, we have it right here on our notes. And you'll have to forgive my dad, he's dealing with cancer for over nine years, so we call it chemo fog. I think he just blames it on that, but yeah, it's not. Uh, but why don't you give us our verse for the day? I blame that as often as I can. Uh, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. That one is definitely opposite to what we would think and to what culture would believe. Divine joy belongs to those who who show mercy. Mm-hmm. Um, the word mercy, I'll give you a definition so we have some context for it today. The word mercy, it simply means to be compassionate, to be tender, uh, to be disposed to pity offenders and to forgive their offenses, unwilling to punish for injuries. Um, and again, we said this a second ago that it really goes along with meekness. Right. Meekness is power under control. Showing mercy is knowing I could take vengeance mm-hmm. and I choose not to. Right. I know in our discussion before this, we were talking about how meekness, mercy, and forgiveness mm-hmm. all kind of uh, go together. Um, <clears throat> so here comes Jesus on the scene teaching that divine joy belongs to those who are merciful showing mercy throughout our day, throughout our life. Why don't you take just a second and give us some thoughts as to maybe how we can bring this principle into practical everyday living. I know you're a very merciful person. Um, That's except for when you disciplined us when we were kids. Um, But I I know that one of your, one of your attributes, one of your great gifts is is mercy. And uh, that's something that has been helpful in my life, watching you display towards people. So what does that look like on an everyday, everyday basis? Well, probably, first of all, we need to start with God. God is a merciful God, and I'm so thankful for his mercy that he sheds abroad in our hearts uh, and salvation and every other area. But uh, starting with God being merciful, when we understand that he's merciful to us, then we have an obligation, really. We, uh, We need to be merciful to others. So how does that work daily? I think it starts in the home starts with um, the family, you know, if you're married, you and your spouse, and uh, might be something that goes on, and you decide, well, I'm, I'm not going to retaliate for that. I always wish one of my gifts was vengeance, but it unfortunately isn't. I thought it was. <laughs> but uh, it, it starts there in the home, and then with the children, you know, your children, if you have children, uh, early in the morning, they might get ready for school and different things, and sometimes you can get a little tense and and uh, you need to back up and show mercy uh, out and about when you're at the gas station or at the store, uh, restaurant, which some are closed now. But um, when you're out and about, just uh, seeing somebody who has maybe a need or somebody who's um, maybe offended you, yeah. and uh, you decide to be merciful, forgive them forgiving to them. I think that's a big one because every one of us, um, every one of us see people every now and then that have wronged us. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I'm not talking a huge offense. I mean, just somebody maybe who spoke ill of us or or social media, you know, blogged about (laughs) us or whatever the case, the case might be. Uh, we all have people that have wronged us. And sometimes when we see them, 
we want to take vengeance. Oh, yeah. And I know, I know in your life, and you've shared stories with me of people who have offended you or wronged you through the years of ministry, whether that be maybe another, uh, another person in ministry or people in a church or another church down the street. Um, and often you see them, and the first instinct is what? We want to retaliate. Man, first instinct is I want to get back at them. Um, but we know that God blesses yeah. mercy. And uh, you know something about this verse when it says, uh, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. Mm-hmm. There's a reward in showing mercy. That's true. And the reward is we obtain it. Think about this thought. Every one of us, we want to receive mercy. Mm-hmm. We want to be recipients of it, right? Because we all know that we do wrong things uh, towards people, right. you know, uh, you, and, and sometimes even unintentionally, you, you say something that hurts somebody, and you want them to be able to give you mercy and grace, right. but sometimes we're not as right. willing to, uh, to give it. Yeah. But I think, um, and I know we talked about this before, we have the perfect example. We have the perfect example of mercy that was given in the Lord. Yeah. And Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 32, my dad talking about mercy going along with forgiveness. It says this, be a kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. We talked about forgiveness last week when we looked at anger, but I really think that that goes right along with mercy. Why do you think, why do you think it helps us to show mercy when we reflect upon the mercy we've been shown? Well, first of all, I believe, uh, you know, when we show mercy to people, uh, then the mercy, excuse me, the mercy we receive back is not necessarily from other people. We receive great, great, great mercy from God. And I think if we just uh, continually reflect on that and we're thankful for what God's done for us, in fact, we can go, the Bible says we can go boldly to the throne of grace and find mercy. We can find help and mercy and we can uh, just feel that. God's going to be merciful to us on a daily basis. And uh, I think that's where it kind of reflects back to us more than mercy from other people. Yeah. I love the thought you just quoted <clears throat> Hebrews 4.16 that we can go boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy in time of need, grace and mercy in time of need. And I probably misquoted that there right off the top of my head. But the thought of... Me too, but I've had chemo. Well, <laughs> your chemo brain is affecting me. Uh, oh, no. Um <laughs> The thought then is that we struggle to show mercy, but with God's help, we can show it. Yeah. And exactly. I think a great, a great example of it in Scripture, the parable of the unmerciful servant. Oh. In Matthew 18, the unmerciful servant, right, he, he owes the king a lot of money, and he goes before the king, and, and the king says, fine, I'll forgive it. And then he turns around and goes to somebody who owes him money and, you know, it's a, it's a minuscule amount as compared to what he owed the king, and he's like, pay up. And the king finds out and says, hey, I showed you mercy. Why can't you show it to others? Yeah. And I think that same thinking could affect us as believers every day, yeah. that yeah. God showed us mercy. He showed us forgiveness, and we can give that forgiveness and that mercy out to others. And I want to say this as we close today, just the thought that just because you're showing somebody mercy or forgiveness mm-hmm. doesn't mean you allow them in your sphere of trust again. That's, that's very true. Why do you, why do you think, or how do you think that can be in the sense of I show mercy and don't allow them into that sphere of trust again? Well, I think, uh, first of all, um, let me say that first of all, um, I lost my thought. Mercy and forgiveness. We can show it. 
<laughs> chemo, mercy and forgiveness, we can wait. What are we doing? <laughs> mercy and forgiveness, we can show it uh, to somebody, but not allow them back into our circle of trust again. Oh, yeah. Hurt me once and, you know, fool me once, you know, uh, what does it say? Something on you. <laughs> fool me twice, then it's my problem. Yeah, it's on me. <clears throat> and uh, I think that uh, that's uh, something you have to guard against. And uh, sometimes uh, a lack of mercy or a revengeful spirit is in a person. And instead of just being forgiven for them over and over again, which, of course, the Lord tells us to do, we don't have to, uh, again, like you say, let them into that sphere, that, that tightness that we maybe once had with them. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing to remember. So I just want to encourage you today. Um, I had my dad on because I, I love the mercy that he's demonstrated through the years with people that I've seen wrong you. And you've been a huge uh, testimony in my life. And actually, when I was going through this study of thinking about what we were going to do on this this last week, I thought of this one for today and thought, man, it'd be a great one to have you on for. So thanks for being on. And I want to encourage everyone that's watching or listening today uh, let's just be people of mercy. Let's be people who, if someone does us wrong, we don't have to take it in our hands to get right with them. We can remember that God is the God who he keeps the account, and yeah. he does a better keeping of the account than we do. And so let's uh, let's show mercy today. you have anything else you want to say? No, I just am thankful that God is a God of mercy. Amen. And grace and forgiveness. And uh, as we reflect on him, it helps us to deal with others. Amen. So there's a great challenge today. Just reflect on the Lord, his mercy given to you, and then you'll be able to give that mercy to others. And blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Thanks for joining us today and look forward to seeing you Monday at 930. We're going to continue the study of the Beatitudes. We might even stay in the Sermon on the Mount going through this. I've enjoyed it. So I uh, look forward to uh, seeing those of you in Moses Lake in church this Sunday, 1030 out of Nehemiah chapter 2, Sunday night, Philippians chapter 4, verses 10 through uh, 19. Great messages and uh, looking forward to what God's going to do. So look forward to seeing you Monday. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.